Ladies and gentlemen, this is our main event. We're doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Craziness, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been a crazy day. It's Friday. Obviously, we're about um, we're about half hour late. Carlos is not around. Um, you know, thank you for coming out, Kim, at last minute. Well, you're um, welcome. It's an honor. Pretty, yeah, pretty much. It's what it's gonna be. One of those shows today. You know, I. I originally knew Carlos was not going to be be around, and so I um, had my brother that was going to go with me on the show, and you know I had a whole show planned out. And then on my way home, I get a phone call from my son saying, "Hey, I might need to go to the hospital later on because my foot's swollen." So oh. I'm like, "Yeah," I was like, "You know what? Let me wait till I get home, assess his situation." And then take it from there. So when when I did that, his foot was yay swollen. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. I called everybody off. I stopped the show, stopped everything. I said, all right, there's no way I'm going to make the show today. So you know what? But we went, we went to the ER. He has, he has a hairline fracture on his foot. And we got out in time. And I was like, you know what? The show must go on. Of, of how it works, you know. So well, lots to happen it, <laughs> nonstop. No way, I'm not changing it. Well, you're lucky I could talk, and I'm not dealing because I've had a couple allergic reactions to mango, and I didn't even realize what I was eating had mango in it. Oh wow! So, and it was causing asthma. Right. Well, that's, that's not good. And when I had that dental work done and they gave the Novocaine into the back muscle, right. it uh -huh. exasperated my TMJ to where I couldn't eat, couldn't open my mouth, couldn't brush my teeth. I was suffering in so much pain and I had to drink smoothies. So that exasperated my asthma as well because sugar is in the smoothies. Right. So, yeah, it's been an interesting, you know, month for myself <laughs> trying to do, you know, my own shows and whatnot. Thank God I already had mine already recorded and ready to go and set up. Yeah. So that's a blessing. Yeah, you know, with you and your shows, which her show is uh, Wake Up With KC, which comes out on Mondays, correct? Yes. You know, so you could always catch uh, Kim there. You know the thing. The thing with um, you know with your show, it's kind. You know, since it is recorded, you know, compared to mine, which is mainly live. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't we don't really record too much, so it's it's difficult. You know, when, when you're recording, yeah, you know what? All right, we'll air it on Friday, no big deal. But that means that we've recorded prior to. Mm -hmm. You know, so the the running around is what really you know makes makes a difference but hey but you know what you're here thank you for coming out you know let's let's get this show going i um i actually i um i'm producing the show today by the way so you know if there's any mishaps they're all me you know <laughs> i haven't produced i have i have i haven't had the privilege of producing my own show completely so today's gonna be those days you know but i um we're going to go and get into unemployment benefits and workers. You know, mm -hmm. I was reading an article the other day that, you know, it made, it made, it made, it made a lot of sense where you, there, there's a lot of jobs out there, 
but you have people that don't want to work, that don't want to take jobs. And you, you sit here and you wonder, like, why why is it, you know? You know, is it that the unemployment benefits are too much or, or jobs are not paying enough? You know? I, it, you know what? To be honest, let, let's think about this. You know, when was the last, how I see it is in looking in history about how the cost of living keeps going up, but people's wages aren't somewhat coming up to help people be able to pay their mortgage, pay their car payments, you know, meet their basic needs. Right. And some of them have worked two or three jobs just to keep up. And I mean, come on, minimum wage is what, $7 and what, 87 cents an hour? Who can live off of that? No, you can't live off of that. Okay, so here's my thing why i mean they got these financial economists and whatnot that you see on mainstream media news and whatnot and i'm thinking to myself wait a minute what budget are you looking at are you looking at the statistics on what the average car costs what the average house is the mortgages and whatnot and then if you've got a family of four or five what is the grocery bill every week and then let's get let's all go with the gas. And if somebody's making, I went through a, a Taco Bell drive-through, right? Mm-hmm. A team member, ten minimum ten dollars an hour. A manager, minimum twelve dollars an hour. Who can live off of that? And who would want to be a manager for twelve dollars an hour? Especially if you got skills and qualifications to be a manager. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I agree with you on that 100%. I mean, I, you know, but again, I I wonder if the issue here also is, you know, because I could tell you that when I was, when I was unemployed, I, um, I was refusing jobs myself because I was making more off unemployment than when I wasn't than what I was gonna make in, in in any of those jobs. So I was like, wait a minute. If I could sit here and live off the government, well, why not? I mean, I was one of those people. Obviously, I knew that I couldn't do that for too long because, you know, you do that for too long, then it's just, it's not healthy either. It's not good for this. You know, <laughs> so my, you know, my biggest thing, like I said, is, all right, guys, it's time to get out there and work because these unemployment benefits are going to end. Mm-hmm. You know, so people need to start thinking of, all right, what jobs am I going to take? What am I going to do? Because they are going to end. But well, I, I think this is the time for you to do a revaluation and what is it that you want to do for the rest of your life? Mm-hmm. You know? Is there a way that you could go back to school? Because I know they give grants, they give financial aid, and you know they they help with um, somewhat of financial aspects of things. But then find a job that you can not just go get any job for a paycheck because that's not going to be you're going to be miserable, unhappy, and even more stressed. So why not find something that you're interested in doing or you have some skills but you're able to say hey i'm eager i'm willing to learn something new you just show me what to do i got all these skills this is the one skill that i would like to learn and really get good at correct well that's what people need need to need to kind of uh decide or see what what they're going to do with that. And and here's another thing that I even thought of. um, Because I heard it from, I was watching a a video on on Facebook. I happened to judge, uh, she's a judge. And 
she made a comment of, you know, the government giving out, you know, this stimulus and everything, and it's more money than what people were making when they were employed. So why would they want to go back to work at a job that's not even helping them? you know, make ends meet. They're get, getting more of a benefit with the government giving a handout. But then my question is, is that the whole point of the government doing it? Because then you become a slave to the government. The government controls even more. Well, you know what? Look, sketchy peasant says it pretty good. Maybe if our society paid a living wage instead of a minimum wage, we wouldn't be in this issue. The majority of people would rather work than receive an extra $300 from the federal government. Um, I, you know, sketchy, I I agree with you. I, I do think that, you know, but they're also, you know, I, I wouldn't say majority, but I think, you know, there is also a lot of people that would just rather live off of unemployment and whatever, you know, and just live off the government. You know, I mean, I've seen it. I mean, I I did it for a little while, to be honest. I mean, I wasn't happy about it because it was just some, it was, it was, to me, it was just a, a mental brain fuck, you know. So, you know, it's one of those where, nah, you know, but I, I do agree, agree with that. I mean, you know, jobs do need to pay. You know, and hopefully we're able to, to reach that one of these days. I, I, I don't know if maybe, you know, if we bring up the, the minimum wage to $15 an hour, you know, as they want to do it, if that's going to answer everything, it's, it will help. But what would that do? Well, like here's people my that are already question. making 15 bucks an hour, I can't really make a living anyways. But you're not getting it right away. It's a periodic increase to help the employers adjust and adapt. You're not getting it right away. It could take three to five years for that to kick in by the time you get $15 an hour. So my question is, okay, in the meantime, let's say it goes three years, then you get the $15 an hour. What is the cost of living gonna be? How much is rent gonna go up? How much is gas gonna go up? How much is milk gonna go up? Because then it's it's still offset. There's no balance. Everything else is going up, but then you get fifteen dollars. It's not. It, it doesn't suffice. It just creates another issue, that a keep cycling issue problem that hasn't been solved in decades. Correct. I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, I'll tell you, we. I, you know, we went out and did groceries the other day, and I normally don't go to the grocery store. You know, I don't go. I don't like going. So, you know, the girlfriend goes. She does all the shopping. She always tells me, oh, I spend a lot of this. I spend this. I spend that. And I was like, yeah, okay. Whatever. It is what it is. I don't check her finances. She doesn't check mine. That's what you spend. That's what you spend. And I literally, I went, you know, we all went last Saturday, I think it was, or Sunday. I don't remember what day. She had an issue with her bank, so I had I put it out, and we spent almost three hundred dollars. Got home, we put everything away, and it just looked that like we still had an empty fridge. And I'm like, what is this? You know, it's it was super expensive. I I, I was I was just baffled with it. Yeah, you know what's even more baffling? Which uh, my mother, um, I was talking to my mom, and she goes, yeah, I noticed that the price of sugar is getting higher, and other, you know, things are getting higher. And, but I noticed that I was getting less of the product, but the price is higher. And I'm like, what do you mean, mom? Just why well, I used to get a, like a five pound bag. Well, now it's like a four and a half pound bag of sugar. But the prices got higher. And I'm like, well, that doesn't make sense. 
Yeah. And I started to pay attention now when I go shopping. Like, holy shit, what's going on here? It's the oh, yeah. it's the companies. They're gonna they're gonna make more money, but give you less product. Well, they get no. They're 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 raising the prices, and you're you're still getting the same amount of product. You're just getting it at at um at a higher rate. But no one pays attention to how many ounces, how many pounds. The price gets higher, but then, and it's a sneaky propaganda that they're getting away with. Like if you're so used to getting a five pound bag of sugar for like what, 245, but now you notice it's 257, but you're only getting a four and a half pound sugar, there's a problem. And a lot of people are not aware of this. This is how sneaky they're getting. And it's wrong. Yeah, Sketchy said it right. The middle class has been dwelling since the 1980s due to Republicans and the wealthy. The cost of everything has gone up, but the wages have stayed stagnant since the 70s. He's absolutely correct. I mean, I I can't speak much about the 70s because I, I was born in the 70s. You know, <laughs> I started working in the 90s, but I can tell you that from the 90s to now, jobs you know having you know your pay's been just here you know it hasn't well, gone too high well when you know. reagan um now don't quote me on this but i remember hearing a conversation i think it was when reagan was president and you know my parents were you know trying to get a house and whatnot the interest rate for a mortgage, I, I, I believe she said, was 13%. I believe it. It, it probably was. And I was like, you know? what? Why? <laughs> but this gives me another question about, because of all this stimulus and whatnot, okay, how's that money going to get paid back? Because it... It's from the Federal Reserve, who is the biggest, I would say, private kind of bank, and they're lending us this money. Guess who's going to pay it back? We are. By one, inflation. Two, taxes. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, in a way, this is. What today you would call slavery, just in a different form. Do you think? Mm -hmm. Slavery in a different form? Mm -hmm. I don't think so. I completely disagree with you there. I, I don't think it's slavery in a different form. I mean, I, you know, I mean. It, it's a debt. Yeah, but. And guess I, it's what? Not slavery. Guess who pays the debt? We pay the debt. Right? It's another form of slavery. No. No, it's. No, I no, just no, disagree. No. It's another. No, form because of we have, you know, when you, when you're somebody's slave, you know, you're you're there at their beck and call, okay, and you have to do what they want you to do whenever they want you to do it. Okay, yeah, I gotta pay a debt, whatever it is. Okay, I gotta pay money out. But you know what? If I don't have the money to do it, I don't have the money to do it. I can't get it done, right? But they find a way of taxing you on this and taxing you on that. But and I think it's I think it's a lot more cost of living though. I, I don't I really don't think it's 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 slavery. I mean I think I think using the word slave is is probably the wrong term to to be honest with you. You know, well, I, I just I, think from the history and how things have changed, I'm like, oh, wow, these big time corporations, the politicians are involved in this. They're going to make money. And you know what? They're getting money in their pocket. And yet we keep living barely paycheck to paycheck anymore. And all our taxes and whatnot, you know, 
gotta pay taxes for this from your income tax then you gotta pay sales tax and that stuff keeps rising up then you got property tax and then let you know what about insurance yeah well yeah you know I mean you gotta pay taxes okay you gotta pay insurance so, I mean, has it gone up? Of course. But you know what? Tell me something that hasn't gone up. But then, and then people get, you know, credit, like a credit card to help them. But then when something happens in their life, then they have to constantly use that credit card. It's another form of, it's a, it, big time corporations. And I've heard hold a on, CEO wait, even wait, say wait, wait, this. Wait, 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 wait. Okay when you get a credit card mm -hmm. okay it's exactly that credit you have to pay it back yes right. now do, do do these credit cards have crazy interest rates yes they do. they do but you know what it's up to the individual look what okay. sketchy just put i'm sorry i i was off doing something else let's see the wealthy and, and, and Republicans want everyone to be to be in debt via credit cards, student loans, mortgages, etc., and they want them to always be behind the eight ball. People used to be able to save money. He's Thank right. You. Okay, you know what? He, yeah. See what I'm he saying? Is. It's another yes, I get it. Slavery. No, I, I, I just, I, I think that you're using the wrong word, slavery. I. Slavery to me, just no, it's that's not the word to use. But here's you know? how look at it in a different perspective. If you are a multi billionaire and you want to make a profit, it's not like the old days, they had to be creative. So to them, it's a genius idea. You know what? We're going to make money off of them and we're going to have to, we're going to create these taxes we're going to create this and get you know make these because jp morgan is a bank he offers credit cards to you they want you to be in debt debt is the biggest slavery in the world debt i just how can someone i get i i get what you're saying but i just don't like the word slavery being used in there I don't I know, think that's the hard, word to use. Hard perspective to, but if you look at you it know, from a perspective. But, but you know what? Look, I'll tell you. I mean, I think, and again, maybe I'm maybe I'm going to be, you know, wrong here or going off the deep end here. You know, but yeah, let's hold on. 40% of Americans don't have $400 in their bank account for an emergency. In the 70s and 80s, you could have a, have a high school diploma and make a middle class living. That is no longer the case today. No. And now look at our younger um, generation. I think... <sighs> Let me read Sketchy again because, hold on, 40% of Americans don't have $400 in the bank account for an emergency. In the 70s and 80s. Okay, look. Sketchy, I... I, I see that. Um, I think Sketchy likes me. I don't know. Maybe, but I have, look, I have a high school diploma. I didn't go to college. I went to the military instead. Okay. I, I have, I have more than $400 in my bank account for an emergency, you know, and I think it all depends on the type of living the individual does. Okay. Can I go out and splurge here and there and spend an extra hundred bucks here and there? Yeah, I can. Do I do it? No, I don't. You know, I've, you know, I've, I was always brought up in, hey, you have to save for a rainy day. You know, so I, I won't go out there and spend, you know, $300 just because. Here, you know? right here, right here, right here. There it is. Thank you, Sketchy. Definition. A condition compared to that of a slave in respect of it, exhausting labor or restricted freedom. I think he does like you. Mm-hmm. I think he does. <laughs> now, hey, look, again, I I guess I mean I I'm I'm not I'm not saying what you, I'm not trying to say what 
to what you're saying is not correct. You you have you have a perfectly valid point. I just think that the word slavery is where I have a hard time using, you know, using that because, word to what you're saying, you know. Because of old beliefs. Times right. have changed right. from where it was now. It just took a different form. That is all. Yeah. And then what can we do? How can we fix that? One, wake up. Two, start. Jim Brown said this quote, tradition educate, traditional education will make you a paycheck. Self-education will make you a fortune. So right now is a great opportunity to start self-educating you on how to work smart with your money. Oh, definitely. Because if we wise up, one, we wise up, <clears throat> and then we start taking control of what we spend, what company we buy from, we're the one that has the power and the control to choose who and, and what we buy from. Correct. If we stopped using the companies that you know, aren't really healthy for us, for one. Let's get real. Okay. Okay. We have the power as a consumer. Our and society yes. does not teach people basic money management skills, and there is a reason they don't. Money management education needs to start in elementary school and continue throughout school. I completely agree with that. I agree with Sketchy too. I completely agree with that. I In schools, I mean, I wasn't taught no type of money management skills in school. I did. I'm, I learned how to write out a check, balance a right. checkbook, yeah, and but, you know, sign my name. My kids, I had to teach my kids how to do that. I mean, I, um, I learned, I'm sorry, I, I learned how to just balance out a checkbook okay um now i haven't balanced out a checkbook in at least eight years i haven't used a check in at least three if i write a check it's a miracle mm-hmm. you know so you know did it teach me hey you know save your money to do this do that no it didn't you know i think nowadays schools need to get back into that you know mm-hmm. maybe not the the writing of the check you know because everything is so electronic now and you don't really need so much to learn how to write a check you do need to learn how to balance your account right you know i mean i always have a mental a mental note of what i have in my account what i could spend mm-hmm. you know so i i go with that you know, and like I said earlier, I don't, I won't sit here and just splurge. Cause that's right. Me. But the schools need, need to get into that. Oh yeah, I completely agree. Agree with Sketchy there, one hundred percent. So I think that you know, and now there's like so much information on how to do things. You know, like if I'm gonna splurge, I'm gonna splurge on my own self education so I can learn how to invest, mm-hmm. get my money, start small, be realistic, start small. I already started learning about how to create a Bitcoin account, a wallet, all of that. I started that. You know what I did? I started with 20 bucks Yeah. and I let it sit. That is the best savings account I created for myself. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, look, well, I don't know a lot of about Bitcoin or, or cryptocurrency much of it. I mean, I do, I have, I do have some money invested in some and, um, I just go with what I know. I research it. Oh, okay. And I only drop money that I know I could lose. If I know that I could go ahead and drop a hundred dollars, I'll drop a hundred bucks. If I lose a hundred bucks, okay, it's okay. Cause those hundred dollars I could lose, you know, if it's, I, I will not take money from my bills right? to use that. I know people that have 
come up to me and like, oh, can can I borrow a couple hundred dollars? And I'm like, for what and why? No, because I'm short on cash. And I'm like, how could you be short on cash? You you make double of what I make, and I make the, and I make ends meet. What are you doing? Oh well, I invested my money. Oh well, you know what, buddy? Uninvest your money because I'm not going to do that. Yeah, but what you do, I mean, this is the first principle that I've learned about investing, especially when you're dealing with currencies and Bitcoin. Okay, I had 20, but I only invested half of it in there. I bought. You'd only invest half. Like if you put $100 in, you only invest $50. And whatever the profit is, you take half of that and keep investing into it. You never invest the whole thing. You only invest half because you have to start out with something. You have a backup to cover your ass. So that's one thing that I constantly learn. And now you got YouTube. There's some, uh, you know, people that are offering, you know, for $49. You know, you get video. You get, you know, printouts, workbooks and stuff to help you. Yep. So I think it's a good time to start, you know, self-education. Find something that you're passionate about and, you know, splurge on that than all the other foolish stuff. Definitely. Because Definitely. then we'll change and then we'll get more informed. Then we can make wiser decisions on who and what we buy from. And we'll put them out of business and then guess what? Yeah. Then we can make a difference free. in the impact and get those people that are really no good for us and all they think about us is dollar signs. Correct. Now, let me ask you a question. How much of an honest person are you? Let's put it this way. I am one of the most honest persons you'll ever meet. I like to go to sleep at night with a clear conscience. And I always believe if you tell the truth, the truth sets you free. But then you tell the truth. And if people can't accept it or understand it or don't believe you, that's on them. If I know in my heart and soul I'm being truthful, I'm being authentic, and I'm speaking it, that's all I care about. Right. Well, you know, reason why I, I bring this up because I, I, I was, you know, when you know all these CDC mask and COVID, you know, mask updates have pretty much gone away now. You know, mm-hmm. you no longer have to wear your mask if you've been vaccinated. You know, so you could go out now and not worry about it. So one of the things that ran through my mind is like, okay, well, I'm fully vaccinated, so I could go out and about, you know, without a mask. No problem, no worries, right? But well, hold up, I have to ask you something about that. You got vaccinated, right? But wasn't there a um, like a, a time period to wear your mask even after you got your shot? Do they say, okay, for a couple of weeks, you got to wear your I mask? Think you're, you're supposed to still wear it for like a week or two or something like okay. that. Okay. Okay. But either way, now, what I'm getting at is this. Have you been vaccinated just out of curiosity or no? No, not yet. But I've been doing my research on the vaccines okay. and I came right. across an interest. Well, we could get into that later. <laughs> I know what you <laughs> want to get into. So... <laughs> You know, my thing here lies in, we got to work on the honor system. I've had, you know, people that I know, I've, I've been like, hey, can I see your vaccine card a minute? I'm like, yeah, I don't care. But what? Oh, I, I want to try to make a copy of it and make my own. What? Oh, yeah. You know, people, but... I'm like, uh, no thanks. You're not gonna see my vaccine card at that point, you know. But again, we go back to the honor system. 
Okay, I don't so think people are that honest, you know, that don't want to take a shot. And I get it. And you know what? I respect anybody's opinion that they don't want to take it. Not a problem. But don't sit here then and start walking around without a mask when you still should have a mask. That's ridiculous. That's being stupid. I'm sorry. I know there are some people that have a, an immune, autoimmune, like, um, deficiency or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it's very risk. It's a high risk for them to take the vaccine. Now, from the reports that I've gotten, I haven't gotten Johnson and Johnson's yet, but that after, you know, what came about with the blood clots with Johnson and Johnson, who would want to take that vaccine? So I did. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I mean, when you, when you, when you look at the, at the results, I well, not the results, but when you look at the total number or, or the percentages, okay, of the blood clots, okay, I mean, how many people really die from it? I think maybe one. And well, there are several. I, there are several, oh, there's several women. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, and I, it's mainly I mean, women, not, not men. Right. I mean, I'm not too sure on the numbers, but I do know that the percentages were low. It wasn't a high percentage. So sometimes, unfortunately, you have to, you know, when you play the percentages, you got you to gotta go with it. Is, is it better to keep going or is it better to, to stop, you know? So I think with the Johnson & Johnson, it was, it was better off said, okay, you know what? Let's keep going with it. It's a very low percentage. You know what? Maybe they're saying, hey, if we catch it on time or we see what's going on, they can monitor the individuals a little more my opinion well they put a pause on it and then right, they went back the to the drawing board but still it's to me i'm like nope i got a bad taste in my mouth and i know a few other things about johnson and johnson and what's in their products and whatnot i wouldn't even put it on my baby right johnson and johnson is the biggest company and now here's a good question asked because i'm going to go do my research on it because it just came to me how many lawsuits has Johnson and Johnson had and over the past decades the talk powder um you know there are certain baby products too that has caused issues I wonder how many lawsuits have they settled out of court because they're the big name product brand mm -hmm. and how many other companies are doing that as well pharmaceutical companies Oh, look what Sketchy said. Our country has dealt with measles, smallpox, polio, and other diseases that have been vaccinated. People are tripping who are not getting vaccinated. Science trumps everything. Be smart and get vaxxed. Well, here's the thing. And, and I'm going to tell Sketchy this. When I was younger and I got vaccinated, I had allergic reactions to them. My arm swelled up. I had fever, shaking, and I was throwing up and vomiting. I was like almost on my deathbed. So there are people that have, it's, it's whatever's in the chemical that the body is having a reaction to. So going through that, and then I've had issues with prescription drugs that I've had an allergic reaction to. I've had um, allergic reactions to anesthesia. I'm just that one person that, you know, there's probably a few of us, very few, that have the same issue. So it's not that we don't want to get the vaccination. It's we're concerned about our, our own health if we got it what's going to happen what's in the chemicals yeah but i think i think okay i think a, a, a lot of it is on individual basis okay yes all right and i and and i will tell you this i got vaccinated i had people that i know that got vaccinated and were like oh my you know they were after they got their second shot that's when they had some of the side effects, you know, of just 
they weren't feeling well, they lost taste for a little while. So I was like, okay, well, I did my first shot. I felt good. Did my second shot and I was ready to feel bad. Guess what? All I had was a sore arm. I didn't feel anything. So I had no side effects to it. And I was like, okay, cool. This is perfect for me. You know, now, could it have been that maybe someone else gets different? Yeah, sure. Not me. And again, I think it all depends on the individual. Mm-hmm. On that individual's, you know, system, on their immune system, on how it reacts to certain things. You know, so... Could the honor system work, though? I mean, going back to, to this. And it's, so, you know what? That's sick for, I mean, for someone to even, like, what is what is the person thinking? What are people thinking if they're going to stoop to that low to try to, hey, let me get a copy of your vaccination card? Now, I know that in the, in the you know, the, the teachers and, and the faculty in there, and then, you know, the first responders and, you know, the, the physicians, the nurses and all of them, you know, getting the vaccines and whatnot, because they're in that health industry. And, you know, the one thing I can honestly say, the vaccine will not keep you from getting the COVID. Okay, no, but, but hold on a second. Look, it, it won't keep you from getting the COVID, okay? Because there's different strands. Yes. But, but, but you will, it will, it will help fight it in the sense where you won't get, you know, where you might not get the shortness of breath, you know, and possibly die over it. You know, a lot, a lot of the things that people do have said about COVID is, oh, the shortness of breath, the lack of oxygen. Okay, maybe if they would have had the shot and they got it, the effects are not as hard. So, I mean, could could COVID-19 go away? No. If you get vaccinated, could it help you fight it? Yes. I mean, look, we all have a choice. We could mm-hmm. take it or not take it. Okay, I chose to take it. Why? Do I have those underlining health issues? Yeah, I do. And I was like, okay, so if I have these underlining health issues, if I if I don't take it, could I pass? Can I possibly die from it? Yeah, I can. Do mm-hmm. I want to die at forty six years old? No, I don't. Mm-mm. You know. So that's that's what I saw with it, and I was like, "No, I'm not, I'm 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 better off taking it." And trust me, I was on the fence. I was really on the fence, especially after I saw the Johnson and Johnson, you know, report come out, and I was just like, "No, you know what? It benefits me in the long run to, to do it, and then not do it." And that's why I did it. Well, just to. You know, let you know, because, you know, if I think everybody, you know, don't just listen to the news media or Facebook, Instagram, all that social media and mainstream uh, news media. Go and do your research. I've done my research. I haven't gotten to Johnson Johnson. I was just like, yeah, I'm not going to deal with that. But I was like, what's, what's up with Moderna and Pfizer? I have a fact sheet that is seven pages, just seven pages from Moderna. Got it online. It's there. It's public. You can get it. All right. This was revised out of March 26, 2021. Now... I went looking for Pfizer to see what's in their their you know vac- vaccine. It's thirty seven pages long. 
And you want to talk about detailed and being thorough. I was like, okay, this is impressive. I got a lot of reading to do. But I was impressed with, they even give you a picture of how you should be doing, you know, dealing with the syringe and everything. So I was like, okay, I'm going to be focusing on Pfizer right now. Because one, I feel a little relieved with all this information. Two, I'm doing my due diligence. I want to find out what these, what these, you know, mm -hmm. vaccines are about, what the chemicals are. And then I'm going to make a sound decision to go forward. I'm not rushing into, do, into getting my vaccination. I want to do my due diligence. That's how multi-millionaires, that's what they do before they make a, bit, a business decision. So this is my life. Right. I can't put a price on my life. So before I get involved in something, I want to make sure I do my due diligence. So pretty much we're just going to research it, you know. That just makes common sense. Why doesn't everybody else do that? I mean, honestly, I did you do your research before you got vaccine and decided which one to take? Um, honestly, no, I did not. I, I knew that I had to take a vaccine, you know, and it, it, to me, it didn't matter. What it, I mean, well, I'm just gonna pat myself on the back. Let me tell you like this I Johnson and Johnson, when I started hearing the news on it, I said, Okay, no. Because at first, I was like, All right, I'm gonna do Johnson and Johnson, you know. And then I decided I was going to do. Oops. Oh, wait, hold up, hold up. I'm sorry, uh, your phone call. Yeah, Hello? I'm like, how did that happen? <laughs> like, how did that happen? All right, happen? so let's oh, see this. Sketch, sketchy <laughs> peasant. I got all my news from the clerk at my local bodega. He is the smartest man alive and has been a valuable source for information for over for 20 years and never lets me down. He told me the vaccines are cool. <laughs> you got you to gotta love your local bodega, guys. <laughs> you know, and then we have also... Uh, Ovi Muniz from the Hard Hitting Wrestling Show. I received my vaccine and I'm feeling just right. Well, kudos to you, Ovi. Congrats. You know, I think, again, it's it's your choice. You know, mm -hmm. you want to do it. That's great. You don't want to do it. I get it. Okay. But at the end of the day, now, are you wearing your mask everywhere? Yes, I, I am. You, I okay. do do that. I so, work. Uh, all right. So, so, and you're doing it, but I guarantee you that there's a bunch of other people that say, yes, I've been vaccinated and you know what? And they're not. See, my question is, Frank, is when I see somebody that doesn't have a mask, I'm questioning, are they vaccinated? But or again, are they just... You don't know. You, you don't, don't know. know. So, so that's why I'm keeping my, myself safe. I'm going to wear a mask. And right, so, so I feel safe. Even with the vaccine, I'm going to wear a mask. Because okay. I don't know who had their vaccine and who hasn't. And they're just, you know, I, I probably, I, I hate to even, say, I'm going to just fucking say it. There are some ignorant people, selfish people out there that really don't care about anybody or the welfare of others that they're going to do what they want to do. And if they don't feel like wearing a mask, they're not going to wear a mask. And that's a shame. That makes us Americans even look worse, to be honest. That's why I pose this to everybody. How honest are you? Are you honest enough to, to say, hey, yes, I haven't gotten vaccinated. I'm going to wear my mask. If someone asks me, hey, are you vaccinated? Or why are you, why are you still wearing a mask? You don't have to. I'm like, one, 
is to, to protect you. I know I haven't gotten my vaccine yet. I'm still doing my research. I mean, look, I um, I would tell you, I walked around the store with no mask. And I was like, wow. I forgot what it felt like. You know, and my my stepson started taking off his mask. And I'm like, no, you got to put that on. You haven't been vaccinated. Flat out. I was like, you're going to wear your mask. You haven't been vaccinated. Sorry. When you get vaccinated around me, you're going to have your mask on. Hands down. I, I don't care. You know, now, if I see you without a mask, am I going to go up to you and confront you and say, hey, have you been vaccinated? No, I'm not. Because you tell me no, I'm going to have some words, and that's going to start a fight. And it's simple. You haven't been vaccinated? I don't know. You're not wearing a mask? I don't know. No big deal. You still follow your social guideline steps. Oh, my God, sketchy. I know multiple people who are not vaccinated and are dropping their masks. There is no way you can enforce a mask for unvaccinated people. Uh, I, I'm on. I'm an honest person. I'm vaxxed and ready to mingle, baby. I completely, I completely agree with Sketchy. He's absolutely right. Okay, you cannot enforce masks for unvaccinated people, and he's right. You can't. No. Okay, he, you can't. You know, but again, it's up to it's up to that individual person mm-hmm. to. To go ahead and say, all right, you know what? I haven't been vaxxed. I'm going to wear a mask. Or, you know what? I've been vaxxed. I'm not wearing a mask. Well, my partner is still in the Bahamas. Now, the way the Bahamas is, is every island that you, like, go to. Right. You got to pay for a vaccine, uh, the COVID test. Two hundred dollars a pop. What? Yep. For wow. when you go from one island to another, you got to take a shot, or when not the shot, the um test. The test, right? And um, so he's like, I can't wait. He goes, I lost count how many times I had to get a COVID test since this. COVID started. It's over thousands of dollars. His boss pays for it. But I was like, oh my God. You know, so he can't wait to come back to get vaccinated. And so I've been doing my research. So when he gets back, I'm most likely going to take the vaccination shot. And I I, I am, so far, Pfizer's got my vote. I got to read 37 pages, though. <laughs> but I like what I see. It makes me, you know, confident in the company to give this, you know, 37 pages of detail. Very thorough. I mean, Frank, they even did the percentages of the, where is it? Okay. The vaccine, dose one, redness, swelling, pain in the, in the injection site. Visa, uh, the Pfizer, how many, mm-hmm. the mild, moderate, severe, and then they did a placebo. And I mean, the numbers are very promising just by doing this research. Well, definitely. I, um, look, Pfizer makes Viagra, right? If I'm not mistaken. Damn, I got to go tell my boyfriend to get some. Uh, well, that's too much information. There. That's not. That's not. That's not what we're getting at, Kim. You know, that's definitely not what we're getting. At, you know, but you know, it's what do you call it? Pfizer makes Viagra. So I mean, there's a lot of people that drink Viagra, and you know what? It still works, and there ain't no issues. Frank, we should invest it in Pfizer. Yeah, I know. Should have. You know, so go figure. Uh oh. What? 
Nothing. I, I had my script. I was working it. Oh, there it is. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I was doing something here. And uh, again, guys, I am pro I'm producing my own show today. So there's a lot of things in the back that I would not normally do. But, you know, I do want to say one thing, guys. If you enjoy the oh, show. Look, Chris says you still can. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know what Chris is talking about there. Yeah, you know. I do. <laughs> but listen, if you like what you're hearing, you like the show. Hey, look, share it with a friend. Share it with somebody you don't know. Share it with somebody you know. Share, share it with, with a friendly. Share it with, with a group. It doesn't matter. You know, hey, just share this. Just buy Viagra. Oh, thanks, Chris. You know, so you know what? Just make sure you're sharing this. Uh, make sure you know that we are on we we're on Twitter, Facebook, we're on YouTube also. You you'll find us speaking at Rio on Twitter. We're speaking at Rio One. Everywhere else, we're speaking at Rio. Speaking at Rio po podcast. Ah, uh, all right, you go, girl. <laughs> there you go. You see, thank you. Perfect. So let's see. My buddy found a doctor on Craigslist. He gave him two doses of. Of Pfizer via via pill capsules. It's been a month, and the only side effects he experiences. <laughs> oh, sketchy, sketchy, sketchy. Let's see. Tell your boyfriend to get the Pfizer pills. You see, exactly. You see the Pfizer pills. There you go. That was for you. Need, he doesn't need the Pfizer pills. You know. There you go. But anyways. You know, we go into all these weird conversations. He can if he yeah. wants to, but he has he he has things that he takes care of himself with that satisfies me to no end. So anyway, so you know what? We're gonna jump into <laughs> so, uh, a story that I saw. I was watching I was watching the news about maybe last week, and one of these, you know, as as I'm gonna call terrorists. All right, that stormed the Capitol on January 6th, as we know, has mm -hmm. blamed Fox. Okay, what? He, yeah, he blamed Fox uh, because of the watching of all the news. You know, here, I'll I, I, I read a little bit of the article, right? It says, in the six months leading up to the insurgent of the U.S. Capitol, Anthony Antonio spent his days watching Fox News. A habit that actually made him ill, his attorney told a D.C. federal judge on Thursday. His alignment, Foxitis, his attorney said. He became hooked with what I called Fox mania. So in other words, he's saying he stormed the Capitol because Fox News was talking so much crap. About, um, here's about what it. I got to say to whoever on that, the, what is he, the defendant, you could have turned the switch off. Yeah, definitely. You don't I mean, have to watch the Fox news. You could change the channel. That's you know, bullshit. Oh, I, I think it's, I think it's complete bullshit. I mean, I just, I found, I, I found it very funny. I mean, I, I actually want to hear Carlos' opinion on that. Is he just what? Oh what my he gosh! To hear what he would say. You know, I mean, look, I I used to watch Fox News. I used to watch it all the time. Well, you I want to be on next Friday night if he's coming on because I got some something interesting to share with you guys. I'll wait till Carlos gets on because he'll like what I have to say. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh yeah! Yeah. And this you know, is fact. I, 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 let's put it this way. I was on a clubhouse last night at 10 o'clock with Roderick Martin, Billy Carson, and Linda, I get clubhouse. her. That's, um, that's the one that you got to have special privileges to get into or something, right? You have to be invited be and it invited. was in beta. I'm on clubhouse. But here's the interesting 
if I can find it. Hold on. Because this Linda, she's well, she's a well-known reporter back in the day. She was the one that um, did the investigation when the cows got captivated and the organs, but there was no blood. If you remember that documentary. No, I don't. Oh, come on, dude. You're Wait a minute. You're about the same age as me. No, I think you're Linda Moulton Howe. Who? Oh my gosh. Linda Moulton Howe. Linda Moulton Howe. Yes. And what she shared, we were on there until one o'clock in the morning. It was only supposed to be an hour show. There was other guests as well on the panelists. Uh-huh. But between Billy Carson and her and what she shared with me, and it's coming out next month, I definitely want to talk to you guys about it and see if you know anything about it. So my okay. lips are sealed until Carlos gets back on. Yeah, no, that'll be next week. Carlos um, had um, a rough week. And there's a lot of stuff that was going on with him. And he's like, look, man, he... I, I, I normally talk to Carlos on a regular basis and last and this past week was just silence and I was like damn and we spoke yesterday and he's like hey you know what man I'm just beat I haven't been able to do anything I got people moving into my house you know so I was like alright no problem so I was like nope no big deal I'll go on yeah. okay so I'll wait for Carlos because it has to do with the government and I, I know how he likes to. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I think I think you could do that with Carlos. So no, I'm keeping Carlos. it special just for him. I'm waiting for him. Oh, that's fine. That's not a problem there. You know, um, let's see. Da, da, da. No, I think pretty much that wraps the show up today. You know, I mean, unless you have something to add. You know, no, I'm going to wait for next Friday when Carlos is back. It's going to be juicy and, I mean, well, juicy as in, oh, my God. They did it sneakily. Wow, you got me intrigued now. Uh, lips are sealed until next Friday. You got to be wet. You got to wait till next Friday. Damn. That's, that's intriguing to know. That's how much I love Carlos. This is good enough to wait for him. Wow. Wow, I guess so. I guess I'm going to start planning this show, and I'm just going to put, you know, Kim's uh, government secret on it. You just put disclosure as the title. Disclosure as the title. I think we could do that. We'll see why not. Because to stay up from 10 o'clock at night to 1 o'clock in the morning talking about what they shared, it was there was 4,000 people on that clubhouse event. Wow. Cool, what? cool, cool. Hold on. Sketchy, sketchy, sketchy. Where, where, where are you going with this? Great show. Have a great weekend. Also, also, also always remember, sex or no sex. <laughs> Don't forget oh the latex. God. Sketchy. That is perfect. That's, yes. Thank you. Definitely. Sketchy. Thank you. Thank you. Sketchy, thank you for your comments. Please, you know, again, I know I'm going to tell you enough. I've seen you on all the other shows with CMG. Just share it. Like it. We do. I do have my own YouTube page, which is Speaking It Real. Go in there. Like it. You'll start getting the alerts. Right now, I broadcast through CMG and my page. Soon enough, once I have all the hits I need on my YouTube, then we're going to continue going. You know, but hey, look, Kim, thank you for coming out. That was a pleasure. I always enjoy coming thank on you. when I can. Yes, Chris, thank, that was in the comments. Thanks, Catherine. Can't thank her enough. She saved me. You know, Ovi from the Hard Hitting Wrestling Show was also on. <laughs> thank you. We had other people go on. Guys, I say this all the time. You like our show, share it. Share it with who you think needs to know, who you think doesn't need to know. Share it with a friend. Share it with an enemy. Share it with a frenemy. Share it with your dog. Share it with whoever you want. <laughs> you know? Just share it. And people are going to come through. 
you know, we're doing good things here. We, you know, you might not agree with what we're speaking or you might agree with what we're speaking. But Oh, just to, just to let you know, Frank, next Monday on my show with Wake Up With KC, mm -hmm. I have Sylvester Boyd, who okay. is a historian, an author, and even an education. He's a semi-retired education teacher. He wrote a book about the road from money. And it's, it takes you back in time from the beginning of 1917 to the 1968. And then there's a fourth book that he just finished. They got a hold of his books and now want to um, make it like a TV series or streaming now that okay. that's what's going on. So I have him on my show next Monday. Hey, there you and go. He talks about interesting history. Cool. Hey, tune in on Monday. You know, wake up. What is it? Wake up with KC. Yes. Monday's at 9 o'clock. You know, and um, like, like I was saying, you might not agree with what we're speaking or you might agree with what we're speaking, but at the end of the day, we'll always be speaking it real. We'll catch you next Friday night at 9 o'clock. Bye, guys. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Can you believe it? It hasn't happened at Fenway Park for 95 years. Fires. Swing and a miss. Strike three. It's over. The Red Sox have won the world championship. Tune in to the newest show presented by Clovercrest Media. It's Obi's Backstop Podcast. Catch it twice a week, every Red Sox series finale on your favorite podcast platform.